0: On today's Mama Levitt show, it's a free-form Friday. We're going to talk about the new Massachusetts requirements to wear masks in public and about people hosting coronavirus parties. We'll answer more student questions, play Would You Rather, and talk about the best things to come out of Corona time. As always, we'll wrap it up with an idiom and a dad joke or two. Today's Mama Levitt show is brought to you by Double Trouble, for people that spend a lot of money on energy drinks and Axe Body Spray, Double Trouble is the first ever body spray that also works as an energy drink. Let's go. Making your way
1: in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away?
0: Morning. Morning, everybody. Welcome to season one, episode twenty of the Mama Love It Show. Today is Friday. Yay. We made it to Friday.
2: Woohoo! G G I F Another Friday days in the books.
0: I know days days don't feel like days anymore. Um it is Friday, May eighth. Today is school day thirty-five and it's overall day fifty seven of coronation 57 and i'm mr mcgowan this is the mama levitt show with everyone else i'm here with mama levitt and miss mara just a reminder if you can listen to our our show on your google classroom you can there's a link there you can also subscribe on itunes subscribe and rate and give us five stars because we want to bring in the big bucks for podcasting morning everybody mama levitt how are you today
3: oh well, i'm doing all right just yes, all right I- Friday, but it doesn't seem like a real Friday. No, <laughs>
0: oh, it's that weird kind of feel. That's and what the yeah, agenda. It's really
3: cold tomorrow, so I'm not really looking forward to it. No, I don't. Really,
0: yeah, content. I don't want to think about that. They said there it could be like up to like a foot of snow in like places like Syracuse and like Upper New England.
3: Yeah, we're getting could some be... weird Arctic blast or something that um, this, this weekend.
0: What are they? Oh, the polar vortex. Yeah. The polar, the polar vortex is coming in. So yeah, be be careful. The polar vortex. <laughs> what was that movie that had the
3: polar vortex? It, that had the snow. Remember, like the day after the day tomorrow. After, day after tomorrow, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were warning oh, that about the polar vortex, and then New York got dumped like 30 foot of snow yeah. or something like that.
0: A massive, uh, just dist- that's a uh, apocalyptic, uh. Movie with who's the who's the main character who's the actor in that one? Um,
2: Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Jake Gyllenhaal. Good call. Good Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. What's up uh, with you, Miss Mara, today? Anything? Anything to report? Oh,
2: nothing too much. Just chunking by the minute, I guess, to get myself Chunk- through the day.
0: Chunking. Great. Good call back to a great coronavirus uh, <laughs> quarantine uh, mental health tip. <laughs> I. Yep. I recorded Just audio. <laughs> I recorded audio about ninety pages of refugee yesterday, so i'm up to about yeah. I'm up to chapter thirty page one eighty two and i have book. to consider... what's that
2: it's a great book
0: it's great i'm 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 enjoying it i I'm the the first like fifteen chapters I started to get into it, and it's really flowing now. I wanted to keep doing some more, but it was end up being like eight o'clock at night, and we had to you know move on with our lives. But I'm not too proud to admit this, but I actually I had a re I had a re-record a section of the audio last night because I started to tear up a little bit. <laughs> Literally started to tear Aww. up while I was reading one of the sections, and I won't I won't spoil which section it is, but probably next week after we get a chance kids get a chance to listen to it and, and read it, I'll say which uh, which section it was that got me got me all triggered and emotional but I started to get a little bit teared up and I didn't think it was very professional and I didn't want to have to relive that for the coming years when I use that audio for, <laughs> for refugee. So I read it again and my second time I was able to get through it um, unemotionally. Um, I want to give a couple shout outs first things. We don't have any student birthdays until Monday. I think, yeah, we'll have a couple on my, well, we'll definitely have more next week. We didn't have any this week. Um, just a shout out to a couple of kids who've been doing some great work um, just coming to, to our zoom meetings. Um, Carlos C, Alyssa, Anthony, Justin D. They're just, they're constantly there. They're always just logging in. They're just, they're listening. And I think just by coming to the meetings, Ms. Lovett, I think it's, I think they can just learn a lot just by listening.
3: Yeah.
1: And I want to add Lily
3: in in that mix too, because Lily's always one of those ones that
0: always shows up to them. Yep, Lily and um, Lexi's Lexi's been doing some awesome work. She hasn't been showing up on the zooms, but I wanted to shout out Lexi too. She's been doing a lot of um, just a lot of stuff and putting in a lot of effort. But uh, just, like, I just I agree with that. Lexi works super super hard. Yeah, she is, and, uh, and I, think I think she's one of those people. And I don't want to like embarrass her, but it's so true that we've been talking about people that are gonna be really prepared for high school, that able to kind of self motivate and get their work in and when she has questions, she'll email and she'll ask a question and she'll ask for this. And so it's, it's some people like respond in different ways and, you know, not everyone's verbal thinking you know, Lexi's one that's probably a little bit more quiet and then um, at least to us, at least with adults. Um, but yeah, she, I want to give her a, a good shout out. I think just like kids just listening to us. I mean, I would say like, I said to the parents when I emailed all the parents, I said, I think it would be great if they just listened to the podcast three times a week. I mean, obviously that's not enough. But if that's all they did, at least that's something,
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you know, I think you can learn a lot just by listening. I think anyone who listen to our debate we had yesterday, Levitt, on um, about uh, you know our our favorite politicians. Anyone who listen to that can you know listen and get a model of you know how because we. I think I was thinking about this afterwards. Like there's so much, so much of like what we see in media and in society today is just people just yelling at each other and name calling and. Like, I know you're not a social media person, but this is what bothers me a lot about social media is just like people throw around like terminology, like nasty terms. And they just now nowadays, like people don't even make a coherent argument. They just like share a meme. Yeah. Gonna drop, I'm going to share a meme, drop the mic, walk away. And we've kind of lost that ability where we're losing it. Many of us are not. I don't think me. I don't think we are because I think we have a different approach. But I see that all the time, and it's just so frustrating that you can't even have like a discussion with people. People just like they post their meme and they drop the mic and they call you a name and then they and then they run away. so I, th- I think it's uh it's good just to just it's, to listen
3: it's we've resorted to name call and it's terrible, and it doesn't teach you um, that you can have differences of opinion and still love each other and be friends with people and respect other people like lawyers do this every day in the courtroom they have debates with each other but you know they don't all hate each other because they just don't agree on things yeah, like
0: yeah they'll have like that's a good that's a good point about lawyers is they'll you know they'll make their arguments and then like afterwards they'll go out and like go out the to dinner together and things like that
3: politicians used too. to do the same thing right didn't they used to like you back do. in the day <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, like like Ted Kennedy was best friends with Orrin Hatch. You know, they're like the yeah. Democrat and Republican, they were they were they were best friends. And oh, even uh, Ruth, isn't uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was best friends with um, which of the justices?
3: I think was um, very good friends with um Tom, Tom, Clarence Thomas actually.
0: No, you know who it was? It was uh Anton Scalia. 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 Yeah, yeah, they yeah were Scalia really and friends. Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg were best friends, and they were like on complete opposite ends of the of the ideological spectrum we used to go hunting together and things like that. So it's kind yeah, of like James Carvel and Maddie.
3: Um, oh, Amer- yeah. 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 The two political yeah. pundits and campaign managers, one for Republican. And the and one- <laughs> together,
0: yeah. James Carville was a Democrat and he, he worked for the, he worked for Clinton and the other one was, was a Republican operative who worked for Bush and Dole and the other in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the famous one now in Washington is, um, What's his name? Oh, Ke- uh, it was her name, Kellyanne Conway, and her husband. Because Kellyanne Conway is one of the pr- Trump's big spokespeople, mm-hmm. and her her husband is a huge just anti-Trump. Um, yeah. Very yeah, she, very visibly yeah. uh, The anti-Trump. We got uh, but we got still married. <laughs> still married somehow, and then and, and the Trump even like rips him and, and roasts him in tweets, and <laughs> they're still married. Uh, morning, Miss mm-hmm. Nado. Good morning.
2: Hi, Miss Nadeau. Hey, Ms. Nado. hey.
0: Welcome to the Welcome to the early bird edition of the Mama Love It Show.
2: Yeah, I actually
4: got up today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nado, you want to – Good job. Um, we haven't – I haven't announced any time this week about any of your schoolwork. Do you want to just announce what you have due today?
4: Um, due today is a Kahoot assignment. Um, and an assignment in Google Classroom on Equations. And then there's I'm still asking for 30 minutes a day on iReady or Khan Academy. And mm-hmm. starting next week, I will be teaching new material.
0: Whoa!
4: I have new two chapters th- that I have to cover based off the standards the state recommended.
0: Mm, new
1: material. Can't wait. Congratulations. Thank <laughs> you. It should be I
3: interesting. Think, I think not, brings up a good point there. We've been te- some of us like you have to teach what you haven't taught already, so you're prepared for high school. I know I've been trying to cover like because I've covered a lot of what the state you know needs, but I but some of it I haven't, so I have to get through it.
1: Yeah. Up until and this week, I was told
4: to do a review, and now I have guidance. That's
0: good. <laughs> I mean, you know, for us, we started doing a new novel um, last week. And a lot of the stuff is, I mean, a lot of the Nazi Germany stuff and the, some of the Holocaust stuff is going to come up. I mean, the chapters on Joseph and Refugee. it's going to be referenced next year when you guys, in ninth grade, when they read Night, because that takes place in a concentration camp in Europe. And in in the book of Refugee, Joseph's father went to Dachau, one of the concentration camps, and then he was either let out or he got out. We didn't really, we haven't really found out how yet, or I don't know if we're gonna find out. Um, but he's like, on the boat going to Cuba. He's haunted by his memories of Dachau, and it's changed him to the point where he's not the same person. He's a he's a different person, and he's he's completely changed. And he's he's like a he's a he's a broken, paranoid man. And it's really sad, but yeah. one of the connections that we can make. Right. Miss um, Mary, you got any shout outs or anything you wanted to, before we move on?
2: Um, I had a great science lesson the other day. We did the Punnett squares with, um, I think it was Dom P., Anna, um, Sophia, I want to say, Sephora and Raphael R., um, so that was really fun, and yeah, I just am so appreciative of the kids that show up every day. There's something to be said for just for being there, you know, regardless of whether or not you're fully understanding it or, you know, getting A-pluses on everything, showing up is such a huge, huge piece of it all, so thank you.
0: That's a callback to one of my personal favorite quotes that I like to live by from my high school baseball coach, Pete Gallagher: 90% of life is just showing up. And I don't think Absolutely. he invented that quote. So true. I, don't think, I don't think he invented that quote, but uh, Mr. Gallagher has is, is imprinted that on, on my life, particularly. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's switch into headlines. We'll talk about masks. All right, so starting out, I wanted to do this because we had two separate questions from students on their, from their podcast questions, one from Jacob and one from Zeta. Um, Jacob said, do you think they should make wearing a mask a nationwide rule for now? And Zeta's question was, how do you feel about the way people are reacting to having to wear face masks in public? And then she added in parentheses, sometimes violently. So interesting questions about masks, and with the governor's new rule, uh, his new executive order this week, putting masks as a requirement statewide, let's listen to a little clip that's kind of explaining a little bit about the requirements of masks.
2: Starting today, masks are mandatory in Massachusetts if you can't social distance, and if you are caught without one you could face a fine. It is the latest order from Governor Baker.
5: Health department data shows a number of hospitalizations and percent of positive cases continue to trend down here in the Commonwealth. And the idea is that these masks can help slow the spread of the infection. Boston 25 News reporter Julianne Lima live along the Esplanade this morning. And Julianne, this new order impacts pretty much everybody in Massachusetts.
6: That's right, Jean. Everybody over the age of two must always wear a mask now when they leave home if physical distancing isn't isn't possible. The Esplanade this morning has been very busy, which is why I have my mask ready. People are wearing their masks when they're coming into contact with other walkers and joggers, but it's okay to take it off if there's no one else around you. It's time to mask up, Massachusetts. Starting today, you must wear a mask out in public if you can't stay six feet away from others.
2: Some people think it's like, you know, don't tell me what to do. Uh, It's not necessarily telling people what to do. What we're trying to do is encourage people to be safe and to be safe for other people.
6: Masks will be required at grocery stores, pharmacies, and while using public transportation. Businesses can refuse to let you in if your nose and mouth aren't covered. We all need masks, so any any bit of help that I can do, I'm happy to do it. I love to sew. One Boston City Councilor is helping the cause. Anissa Asabi-George is part of the Boston Area Mask Initiative. As a group, they've already sewed close to 18,000 masks.
3: How great it
4: is to give something, something, something to someone that they need at this time that can keep them safe, that can keep others in their lives safe.
6: And if people don't follow the governor's executive order, they could face a $300 fine per violation. The governor is leaving it up to individual cities and towns to enforce this order. Reporting live in Cambridge this morning, I'm Julianne Lima, Boston 25 News.
0: Mama love it. is this a good public health measure or is this tyranny and the death of the Constitution and freedom as we know it? Which one is it?
3: So... I don't like things that are <laughs> I don't, I was and two choices. Put in Tell me what to wear and put in with fines. Um, especially it didn't go through my legislative process. It was just an order, a dictate, basically. Um, I do feel that um, health masks can be beneficial to you in the sense that you're not going to spread the germs. It doesn't prevent you from if, um, receiving it. Most of the masks that we wear are very porous. Um, and you still, and we touch them all the time and we reuse them, which defeats the purpose because you're not supposed to be touching the face and you need to keep your hands clean. Um, so I think part of the, 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 the face mask thing is, is to get people to feel comfortable. Um, I, you know, like If I was going on public transportation, I'd probably have gloves on and a mask if I was going to be around a lot of people because I would just do that for my own health and safety. Um, When I'm out and about walking, and to be honest with you, even when I'm in stores because they're not allowing people into the stores, so they're not crowded anymore, I don't necessarily see why I always have to have it on um, unless I'm standing very near people, I guess. Um, So I have some mixed feelings about it i think that if they put the guidelines in fact i think some people are taking this so seriously that they're like becoming um i guess uh, um, my husband likes to say body um, it's like the body body snatchers or invasion of the body snatchers and people pointing at people who they know aren't you know the alien but they're human still <laughs> and um you know you sure. get pointed out and i'm like dude, you're nowhere near me, you're across the street, like, we're not even near each other, and I'm exercising right now, um, so it's like, I have, like, like people are acting kind of really weird about it, and they feel like they have this newborn authority to, like, tell you what to do, and scream, and yell at you, and mm. make you feel different, I think that's kind of weird, because we didn't do that before, when people were, like, you know, did other like some social norms that we may not like? Like, I never like people throwing trash, but I never would then go, Why are you throwing your trash
1: on the ground?
3: <laughs> I mean, I probably say quietly to myself, like, they should really put it in the garbage can or hold on to it. But I so I kind of have mixed feelings. I don't think it should be in order, I think it should be highly suggested. I do think that, like, if you're, if, you know, like, if you're willing to take the risk as a human and get sick off of this, like and when you're in a closed space with a lot of people, then that's your risk that you're willing to take. And, I mean, that's kind of part of the choices. Like, But to be told that I have to, I have I have some mixed emotions about it.
0: Americans definitely don't like to be told what to do. We, I don't
3: like just, weird people that are citizens telling you what yeah, to it's do. In our, like, it's in our it's, DNA. I'm not worried about the cops in my city. They don't really care. They don't wear face masks either. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw the, I saw someone on social media say that one of the first customers at Stop It Shop in, in my hometown was a was a North Attleboro cop who, and he was not wearing a mask. And like, shouldn't they be? Shouldn't they be? Set an example for people. Mara, what are well, your thoughts on?
5: A, I'm
3: not a big um, example. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, Mara, what are your thoughts on the mask?
2: Um, I feel the same way as you, Mrs. Lovett. I feel like, um, the biggest thing that stands out to me is kind of the way that I'm being treated by other people, or if it's just my perception of how I'm being treated by other people. I feel like there's this weird mixture of like people's anxiety. And then like, now that everyone's being asked to wear the mask, you have this. I don't know if it's like herd mentality or like this like collective shaming that makes other people feel better about themselves for like looking down on you. If you're not wearing a mask, it's just like, like you said, it's really weird. It's like, and it's really psychological and it's at a really deep level and it's just a really interesting like experiment to see happening. And of course I understand the reason to wear a mask, but I also don't like to be treated like, you know what, if I, happen to not be wearing the mask when I'm like out on a jog or something like that. That I don't like.
0: It definitely it's it's given people a whole new way to judge other people. And I'm sure Mr yeah. so we have Mr. Jeffy on the line now. Mr. Jeffy, I'm sure there's been plenty morning, of nine one one calls in Brookline about people who uh who are not wearing their masks.
7: <laughs> right. There's a quarantine three one one about uh, the boston and everybody uh, calling up about not wearing masks what are the police going to do by the time the police get there that person's probably uh, long gone but i agree with Ms. levin i think if the government asks you to do they should provide shouldn't they provide the masks you would think uh, so uh, they, they should have. provide
3: enough that you're using a clean one every time you have it on because dirty masks cause just health health. most people
7: are using dirty masks as soon as you use it the second time it's they're shove
3: it in their pockets, no. they're touching yes. it, taking
7: I do. it on I no. do the Same thing, Ms. Levitt.
0: Let me ask a question. So, do it, you have, does a, do you have to wear a mask, or does it say a face covering? Because a face covering could be like a T-shirt. It could be you could pull the shirt up over your face if you can't social distance. My understanding, yeah. You have to well, keep they it say clean.
3: it could be just a piece of yeah. fabric. So why can't you shove your shirt over your face?
0: <laughs> right. Exactly well I, I, I don't think it says you have to wear a mask. I think it says you have to wear a face covering. I think people interpret that to be like I have to wear a mask but
3: people are crazy they're interpreting this funny their fear is getting in the way of their common sense and their logic and no offense well, but my I little think- scarf that I wrap around my face in the wintertime to keep warm doesn't keep germs necessarily out it might keep some dust particles out because they're you know because <laughs> they're bigger but Germs and viruses are tiny, tiny microscopic things, right, Mr. Jaffe? Don't they go through pores? Absolutely,
7: absolutely. It takes a certain kind of mass to actually keep them out because they're so small.
1: Both N95 masks.
7: They they supposedly
5: work okay.
7: I heard that even they don't work perfectly, but uh, they're surgical grade, so they're okay for a surgeon. I suppose they're okay for uh, medical people. But I um I'm not sure we the masks are doing anybody any good except They're making other people. public
3: feel some people in the public feel good like I can go out of the house now or something like that. It's weird. Right, right. It's a feel good
0: measure. Because in some cultures, I know in in Asian culture, they tend to wear masks like all flu season. I mean my wife lived in Japan right. here, for our first year out of college. And so, I mean, this isn't a racist statement. It's just an observation that around here, you see, you'll see a lot of Asian people wearing masks. Even before the coronavirus outbreak, when when we first heard about coronavirus, probably around January or February, I started seeing a lot more Asian people like in stores walking around with masks. And my reaction was mixed. So I it was, it was like, are, are they being overreactive? Are they being overprotective? Um, but from what I understand, what Levitt said, you pointed this out that it's more about like you not spreading it. It's not, it's not about you not getting it. It's about you not spreading it because the numbers mm-hmm. all say that if you're wearing a mask, your chances of getting it because it, it's not going to go, the, the, the virus can go right through um, the cloth. It just, maybe it helps a little bit of you not spreading anything and it's maybe to make people feel better.
3: It's but like it's also having giving, a handkerchief and seeing yeah. into it.
0: <laughs> it's also giving <laughs> people like more it's giving people a whole other way to yell at people like you, Ms. Levin, and getting yelled at at Lowe's and just people getting judged. I know, like, yeah, when it's I'll like drive a
2: cheap from... way for people to feel better about themselves. I feel like right, that's such it's such a cheap shot to, like, judge somebody based on whether or not they're wearing a mask.
3: Like, I, I agree divert- with you, Ms. Mara. Like, divert- you should be able signaling. to jog with, and being able to breathe when you jog. Like, it's hard enough to breathe when you're jogging, never mind that you're breathing in carbon dioxide, which – like, we tell people to do that when they're hyperventilating. We don't tell them to do that on a regular basis. We give off carbon dioxide. We were at, I'm sure Mr. Jaffe can go on about
0: that. We were at the park okay. the other day. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Miss Levitt. No, Levitt, that what was
3: Jaffe speaking.
0: No, but what did oh, you no, say? Oh, no, yeah. no, he, I, was, I missed
7: what you said, Miss Levitt. I apologize. My connection isn't that great today.
3: Oh no! I was saying that you would be able to speak to the dangers of breathing in carbon dioxide all day. Oh no! Yes, in your own add, add,
7: horrible, horrible poison. It's called uh, poison in the air. It'll, it'll, yeah. it'll, it kills you.
0: We were at the park the other day, and Michaela and Jonathan were scootering, and when they were going, like they would go near, like people were walking on the on the sidewalk, and they would go past them, and then some of these people would give us like the dirtiest looks. And I don't know, like, Ms. Meyer, you said, like, maybe I'm just projecting. like Because it could be, maybe I'm just imagining. Maybe it's just, like, I'm only realizing it now. Maybe those people always would be giving dirty looks. But it seemed like they were giving me, like, such, like, dirty looks. Like, why can't you control your dirty children from bringing their dirty viruses near me?
2: Yeah, I think it's the same idea as, like, I don't know how some people talk about churchgoers who, you know, just because they show up to church every Sunday, it gives them the authority to like shame other people who don't like they're somehow better people or something automatically. And I think that's kind of like a very watered down version of what this mask is. It's like, all of a sudden I'm so virtuous because I'm wearing a mask and you're not. And it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of funny when you think about it. Like I could think of a whole sitcom episode based around it.
3: It's the snitches all over again. Remember that little Dr. Seuss book, right? Was it?
0: The snitches.
3: Remember the snitches I don't with know. the green stars? Those who
0: have it and those one. who didn't? I don't know that huh. one, no. i going to
3: have to go and look at that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. We watch just... that one. Those Love who have Seen. the stars are better people than those who don't have the stars. And then, yeah. you know, then, they, then everyone, the other snitches, Sneetches managed to print stars, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, we can't have these stars because we're better than those people." And so, oh, like, that's it was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a great. Perfect. It's all on yeah. YouTube. There's actually a, a, a animated story on it that um, Dr. Seuss did years ago. The Sneetches and their yellow belly, their <laughs> green belly, their green stars on their yeah. yellow bellies.
0: <laughs> Miss um, Nado, you want to chime in on the mask?
1: I'll just say I
4: don't think like we played. What was the first nice day last week? S- Saturday, we t- we took my cornhole board out. We played out front of my house, and there was definitely people that were like giving us looks that we were playing cornhole in front of the house. Right. Without masks on, I was like,
0: even oh. though you were social, you were social distancing by definition. Cornhole is a yes. great social distancing game. Ooh,
3: <laughs> people you were social distancing with.
0: <laughs> no, I I just think like like every. Like everything else in the world, like the, the masks, it's, it's a good idea. And, but people are just the worst. People are awful and people just ruin it. And like it's, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's, one, it's one more way to judge people. It's one more way to virtue, virtue signal. It's one more way for people to feel superior to other people. Of course, when I was at the park last week, the, I was in Belmont. And, you know, part of my like subconscious, like classical, class warfare consciousness is thinking like oh leave your your, you and your everett family are coming to our our um, our our puffy little suburb and you're bringing your dirty germs from there of course they didn't know what we were from but (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty that's all they're projecting and it's 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 making people crazy on both sides yeah and then and then there's the the people that are like so anti it that they'll you can't tell me what to do i will i'm going to go to my it's like the meme. There's a meme of uh, of all the fish jumping out of the fish tank, and it says, "You can't make us stay in the water," <laughs> and they're out of the fish tank. <laughs> like people, on, people on both sides have, are gone nuts. Now let's talk a little bit about um... I, hey,
3: Mr. McGowan. I yeah, feel like of one thing too. I worry about. 'Cause and Miss Mara brought this up, but I worry about the psychological implications that we're we're projecting onto our children. It's little yeah. kids that are scared. I've watched little kids back up into their parents like, oh my God. And mm. I'm like, just thirty feet away from me. Like you're not gonna get any like and they have these big giant masks on, you can barely see their cute little faces. And some, you know, like, in, but there are other kids out there playing without masks and just living life free. Um, but, like, yeah. I see the um, psychological scarring that's going to happen with them. Like, I mean, they're only five, six, seven years old four. Yeah. Like, you know, they shouldn't be afraid of people.
0: Another, yeah, I, funny you mention that, Levitt because another park story from last week. So, you know, my kids are seven and, and three. And we were at the park, and they went up to these other these, – these couple of kids, and they were probably about the same age, five, six, seven, around that area. And they weren't, like, jumping up on them. They weren't, like, grabbing them. They weren't getting all up in their face. But they were, like, just, like, sort of walking, like, near them, and they were all kind of checking out the little river and looking in the river, and they were kind of talking to each other. And my first thought was, A, I'm glad that they're not – like, I'm glad that they're not afraid of people. And I haven't like scarred them permanently like that. But then number two, it's is everyone else going to think that I'm a horrible parent because I haven't trained my kids about social distancing? And then number three, like what if what if they give the coronavirus? What if they get the coronavirus from this? Like should I be? A, and it, it's it's what, what used to be such a simple little thing like kids going up to other kids and just like playing and making because you know kids can just make friends like on a, in a second. Now it's become fraught with all these like. Insecurities and questions, and this whole thing—it's driving me mentally nuts. Imagine like what it's doing to the kids. Also, we were driving, and like Michaela will say things like, "Diddy, those people are not social distancing." Those <laughs> people
1: wearing
0: <laughs> <shoes> <laughs> <and> not wearing masks.
1: <laughs>
0: I know. Well, they internalize those things, and like, but I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what to, what to think about it. Although Levitt's right. It's it's everyone's just the world has gone crazy. I mean, it's been happening for a long time, but. The yeah. world has gone crazy into hell in a handbasket. Um, let's go to a quick commercial. We'll come back and talk about coronavirus parties. Here's, a, here's an ad from Double Trouble.
1: All right, pill Boy, Tell them about our new product.
0: Sharks, how
1: much do you spend on energy drinks and body spray in one week? $300? Ten hundred dollars What if I told you there was a product that combined these two things for one solution to all of life's problems and more? I give to you, Double Trouble, the world's first energy drink
5: slash body spray.
1: So uh, do you spray it on yourself or do you drink it? You both do.
5: This is the one, Jason. We're gonna be so rich.
1: I'll finally be able to pay to have my calf implants moved back up from my feet. It's gonna be a lot
5: tougher than we thought.
1: Tell me about it. Double Trouble sounds amazing. We should bid fast. The other sharks are gonna want in.
0: All right, welcome back to the Mama Levitt Show with everyone else. And we have a full house today. Almost. We got McGowan, we got Love It, we got Mara, we got Nadeau, we got Jaffy. Um, all we need is Cassidy and Crowley, and we'll have this could be a team meeting. We we, we could put this down as as work hours. Well we are anyway. But yeah, double trouble. What do you What do you think, Miss Mara? Body spray and an energy drink? Would you go for that?
2: <laughs> I love that. And I don't think I know where you got that from. It
0: was one of my favorite episodes of The Good Place with with my my favorite side character Donkey Doug. Oh dip! Oh dip! <laughs> oh dip! Are you a cop? All right. Anyway, um, so Seattle, Washington was one of the first centers of COVID nineteen in the United States, and I saw this article about, like, you talked about chicken pox parties in the past. Now, I, oh, yeah. I never, yeah, I, I, never, I never heard of chicken pox parties, although I did share the story of when my mom well, made me get. Well, a
3: real party. It was chicken more like, go hug your friend and tell them you hope they feel better.
0: <laughs> right, right. This is, this is actually, was a, was a COVID-19 party. And I'll read a little bit of, of this article. It says, amid growing impatience over stay-at-home orders and rising unemployment, public health experts have worried that some people may try to expose themselves intentionally to the coronavirus in a risky bid to gain immunity. Um, Southeastern Washington, so Washington state in the Pacific Northwest, they had evidence that one or more coronavirus parties have been linked to at least two new cases. So this is in Walla Walla, Washington. Oh, trivia question. Which former Patriots quarterback was from Walla Walla, Washington. Anybody want to guess? Drew Bledsoe.
5: Very good, Mr.
0: Jaffe. Walla Walla, Washington, Drew Bledsoe. So there was news that there was COVID-19 parties occurring in our community. People were mingling with an infected person in order to catch the virus so they could kind of catch it on their own terms. I don't know what... To me, this is not... A good idea, but it's, I don't think it's the worst idea either. Um, anyone want to comment on coronavirus parties? Oh, I don't know. I don't the know. Fox parties used to work. Yeah, I'm not
1: sure.
3: <laughs> I think the problem with the very corona risky. thing is is that like right now, like there's so many different mutations of corona. You're not sure yeah. which
1: you're right, getting.
3: Right. Um, and I think that some are very like. Um, you know, mild symptoms, obviously. Like my friend was just telling me one of her employees had um, got corona and went, and went home and like he he was stuck in quarantine um, for two weeks and he had barely any symptoms and was like on edge going, I really can't stay in my house anymore. And so it's kind of like, um, you know, there's different, it, it affects everybody differently. Yeah, chicken pox does too, except we did it when we were little where the symptoms, were, we knew for sure the symptoms would be mild. But at the same time, I do think eventually we either, you're going to go out into the world and it's like, you know,
2: you're
3: gonna, you're, you can't avoid it forever. You know, like you're, you're going to get it one day <laughs> if you haven't already gotten what,
0: it. I think what scares me about <laughs> it is that no one really knows for sure that if you've had it, that means you're automatically immune. Like you mentioned, Levitt, like the different mutations and all that. Yeah, what do you think, Mr. Jeffy?
7: Right now, there is a strain that seems to be... In New York, that is giving kids uh, some real bad symptoms of partial paralysis, uh, similar to a, a quaki disease. So I, you, know, you really need to kind of be careful about what, what kind of coronavirus is going around the neighborhood. Um, yeah, so it's probably not a great idea. I think we just all got to hope for a vaccine sometime by the end of the year, effective, safe vaccine, and, and I think we'll be all set. And we'll get the vaccine once a year or maybe lifetime immunity and we can return to normal.
0: Mr. Jaffe, I maybe hope. you could answer this about, about the flu the flu shot. So we have to get a flu shot every year. Does the flu shot does it change every year? It's not right, lifetime so they positive? do
7: predictions yeah. over the summer about what they think the the serum will be. And will it yeah. be A or B? and they and they and they take a guess, and and they they're never hundred percent right. I think one year, not too long ago, they were really wrong. the flu was was all over the place. I think this year they did a pretty good job, so I think you're getting a flu shot in October and November based on a prediction made over the summer, and yeah. um, usually' it's, usually it's, it's it's right, but sometimes it's it's off. So, and I think the same thing you can see with coronavirus, there are many strains of it. And I don't know if they can get one vaccine that will, like, like for chickenpox or for smallpox or for polio, that will give you lifetime immunity with one shot, one strain. But I don't think coronavirus is behaving that way.
0: Can you imagine so if that's going to be uh, a thing? Like once a year, we have to go to the doctor and get our coronavirus shot for the rest of our lives.
7: Yeah, it'll probably be like a a, a cocktail with uh, influenza and coronavirus every, you know, October, November. I don't know if the other uh, other people. I we used to we used to get polio
0: vaccines in school. You can't use words like cocktail. It's getting the rest of us excited for like having a having like a party or something. <laughs> oh, sorry about
1: we're,
0: that. it <laughs> be a I'll cocktail. It's sure.
1: like woohoo. <laughs>
7: I, I, I can remember getting the polio vaccine in school. That was such a big deal.
0: Yeah, I, I remember. I remember when I got a, a polio vaccine. Mr. Jaffe, I, this, this, I don't know. I want to date you. Do you want to date yourself? Are you old enough to remember like people having polio or getting polio?
7: So I, I, I'm not quite old enough. I, re, in fact, one of the Kahoot questions is who was the, who was the doctor that discovered the first uh, um, polio vaccine? His name was uh, Salk. It's
0: like S A L K. Oh, yeah. Dramatic.
7: And, um, and
0: he to the so podcast there,
7: was, there was a management. kid in my street, mm-hmm. you know, people were really afraid. I don't remember. I have no recollection of this, but apparently there was a kid in my street that got a non paralyzing form of polio and he was okay, mm-hmm. but, and everybody was just freaking out. Every, you know, the mothers didn't let their kids go out for weeks.
0: Yeah. And, um, I was reading about how, you know, in, in the time that, the whole towns would shut down and correct, schools, would, correct. schools would close until the polio like, would, like left their town. Reminded me too. Uh, we may have mentioned this too. Like in the time of of Shakespeare, the plague shut down all the right. theaters, and they had to shut. Right. It, it was for a couple of years, and the theaters were all shut down in London. And Shakespeare's theater company was now struggling for money because they were they they relied on um, on the plays to to do that. Yeah, I wonder what it's going to look like. I wonder if we're going to have lifetime immunity to coronavirus or, you know, like yearly. Get the, get kids, yeah, they get the measles shot. You know, shot. Uh, mm-hmm. you
7: know they've, been, they've been searching for a vaccine for AIDS, for HIV, for years, for, for 25 years, and they can't seem to get it because it mutates all the time. So yeah. it, hopefully, it will the coronavirus will be able to get a handle on the different strains and come up with a vaccine. I think that they will, from what I'm hearing.
3: Mr. But, Jaffe?
7: Yeah.
3: Question. Um, isn't the coronavirus um, part of the common cold? It's the same virus, family?
7: So I think it is. I think it is. A co- yeah. It and is, they've absolutely. They're looking
3: for a virus for common cold for years or like some for sort of... For years, thing.
0: correct. You're absolutely and right. And they've right. never found, found it. In, I remember learning that in school that there's no cure for the common cold. You know, we're looking right. for... But the cold is, um,
7: you know, it's, uh, it, co- it comes and goes and people are, are, are fine a few days, but... Corona is a different, it's obviously a more, it's virulent, which means it's more dangerous. Yeah. But it is a, a form of the cold virus, that's absolutely right.
0: You know what I was thinking too, so, Mr. Jackie. the cold
7: virus doesn't do what, what the coronavirus is doing.
3: So coronavirus, is the same, it's the same corona family though, correct?
7: I think it is, you're absolutely right. I think it's the same it's family. It's, I think the DNA what is different. That's what I've read different. and my daughter
3: told me. My daughter like works right. like, with, with stuff like that. So, yeah,
7: yeah it's, it's the same, but I'm sure the DNA is different. And they know, you know, they can they can find genomes like really easily now, and with computers, so they just have to figure out some way to trick the uh, vaccine into killing the virus.
0: Mm. But I if it's they can. Be we're all set. Yeah. If
7: they can't, I think we're going to be sitting at home for a while.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be one more way to keep us uh, our, our safe from aliens too. Because when, when aliens come from outer space, they won't have immunity to the, to the coronavirus. And it's a little shout-out to uh, War of the Worlds, <laughs> but the, the, tr- the twist ending to War of the World. A uh, quick commercial from Sox, Gift of Kings. We'll come back and do Would You Rather and then today's journal question.
5: Do you find that your daily ride in the city bus is too safe, too uneventful, basically not life-threateningly enough? Well, you, my friend, are in luck. The Bus Driver Buddy is your ticket to near-death excitement. If your city bus needs a special someone to annoy and distract the bus driver, we have the answer. The Bus Driver Buddy can be that person. He or she is willing to chat up the bus driver because they believe their need to shoot the breeze is more important than everyone's safety. Equip your city bus with any one of these fine Bus Driver Buddies. From lonely retired person to awkward teenager to crazy lady, or from our deluxe line, loud, drunk, smelly guy with barf in his shirt. Any of these models is sure to be lots of fun. Get your bus driver buddy anywhere weird people hang out, like your local urine-soaked city bus terminal bathroom.
0: That was actually Bus Driver Buddy, with the, with the, former, with the recurring sponsor of the Mama Love it show, Bus Driver Buddy. they got to get the one that socks gift of kings. All right, time for a little who would you rather, or not who would you rather, it's would you, would you rather. <laughs> um, and we've got four contestants today, and we've got four categories. We've got pain, fear, and discomfort, appearance and embarrassment, ethics, intellect, and random. All right. So, Miss Nato, as, as the least frequent um, co-host on the Mama Levitt Show, I'll give you the chance to pick your first category. All right. So, pick which one? Pain, fear, discomfort, appearance, embarrassment, ethics, intellect, or random?
4: The second one.
0: Appearance and embarrassment. All right. Miss Nadeau, would you rather have a front tooth permanently chipped or... Have a noticeable scar on your cheek.
4: Mm, noticeable scar on my
0: cheek. I think you had to go with that one, right? It's kind of like I it, have it one probably, on my
4: eye. What's the difference?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it kind of gives you like a little bit of a story. I think it gives you some street cred. Like, oh, this guy's got a scar on his cheek. There must be like a story behind that. Maybe it makes you look like a little bit mysterious. All right, Jaffy, you're up. You've got pain, fear, discomfort, ethics, intellect, or random? i are the ethics and intellect. Okay. Mr. Jaffe, would you rather live the life you currently have or do it all over again and take your chances from the beginning, hoping to do some things differently?
5: Um,
7: you know, yeah, that's because uh, I'm older, so that's a really good question. Um, not that I don't like the life I have now, but I think I'd like to take a shot at uh, doing it over again, if I, yeah, you know, and see if things will work out differently.
0: I think about this too. I I was wonder like if you went back and, but then I feel like it would have like a butterfly effect that like so many other things. Like I'm worried I would like go back in time and all of a sudden like I'd cause like a nuclear war because I'd change like one like little decision that I made. You never know, uh, Mara. Pain, yeah. fear, discomfort, or random.
2: Let's go with pain, fear, discomfort.
0: Would you rather be on top of a Ferris wheel during an earthquake, or during an electrical storm?
2: Oh, um, I think tough. during an electrical <laughs> storm because the idea of Falling off the earth, off the Ferris wheel, is more scary to me than like happening to be electrocuted. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a hard one. I'm trying to like yeah. think in my head like, what yeah, what would the what would the emotions be going through your head? Like if you were at top of the Ferris wheel during an electrical storm, that would be terrifying. See the the earthquake one would be terrifying for probably like a few seconds, but the electrical mm-hmm. storm would be like extended extended fear, extended terror. Oh I think yeah. that's the right answer, and love it. you get random. <laughs> love it. Would you rather be a psychic that can sense other people's dislikes or a psychic that can sense people's fears?
3: um oh that's a that's an interesting one. Dislikes fear. Um, i think be curious what their dislikes are. You can use their fears to your advantage. I don't know. I'm going to go dislikes.
0: Yeah, I think you got to go with that one too because I feel like a, a good reader of people can sense what people's fears are anyway if you, if you, if you just spend you can, enough time.
3: You can sense their dislikes as well.
0: Yeah, I guess, too, you can, sense, you can sense people's dislikes or a psychic that can sense people's fears. I think you could – if you're looking to, like, blackmail people, you could sense their fears. If it's looking to annoy them, you could, you could sense their dislikes. I don't know. That's a good one. All right. But let's I move probably on to would this. not want to do either one of
3: those to anybody.
0: Of course not, but you would – you have to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Miss it, you're a good person. You never would want to do that. All right, let's move no, on to I today's – <laughs> His journal topic. Um, so we've been, I kind of brought this up the other day, and I wanted to challenge people to think about the top 10 things in your life that have come about because of coronavirus. Now, we don't have to name all 10 on the show right now, but... Um, oh, right. If someone wants to share Mary you you share a few like positive things that have come about because of, because of coronavirus like what what good can we take from this whole experience
2: yeah I mean I think the biggest one for me like on a serious note is just appreciation for things that maybe I took for granted before like just being able to go out and have dinner with my friends um you know think sporting events things like that It's it's definitely given me a new appreciation for just life in general Um, and I think it's also brought me a little closer to my family you know we're kind of not it's not as awkward to say things like I love you or you know you know take care of yourself or how are you doing and just like reaching out in that way to family and friends and then just different skills that I've had time to take on like just gardening like Eden and I have been doing a little bit of that baking and cooking things I never had time for before I'm doing now
0: Good list. Miss Nadeau, what are some positive things in your life that have come about because of coronavirus?
4: Um, I got my grandmother, who actually turns 84 today, to be on Zoom. And it's kind of cool because she's in New Mexico and we're here. <laughs> That's that awesome. That is nice. Um, That's
0: awesome.
7: You visited Wait, her a t- couple birthday? of summers ago, didn't you, Miss Nadeau?
4: Yeah, today's her birthday. We're going to do a Zoom call with her later on.
0: Happy birthday to NATO's grandma. Uh, Happy
4: birthday. I don't really know. I haven't done much, to be honest.
0: Miss Levitt, what's what's some positives that have come about in your life because of from corona?
3: Well, a couple things, I think. One, I kind of started painting again, which has been nice. Um, I walk a lot. I go out and walk, and I'm discovering some new things because um, um, – Josh and I have gone off the beaten path a little bit, which is kind of cool. And then, you know, I just done, like, I talk to my family every week now, like all my brothers, because none of us live in the same state. My mother once a week on Zoom, which we never did before, which is, but now we do. So that's been really awesome. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like, I also like the fact that it's kind of quiet when I walk. And it's not a lot of cars. I noticed there's been more cars on the street. <laughs> I actually kind of didn't like it as much when I was walking because it just causes so much noise, and I'm trying to listen to my, my, my podcast. <laughs> and having time to read. Just That's definitely things. good.
0: Time. Yeah, time like it's, it's
5: time, time
0: to- is the number one thing that I've appreciated. Just yes. having time. I mean, sometimes... We, we always complain about oh, I wish there was more time, I wish there was more time. Well, now we have time. So what are we gonna do with it? I,
3: I think like teachers as teachers, we give so much of our time to our jobs, um, whether we're in front of students or still at school doing stuff prepping for the next day and even over like the weekends and at night at home, I don't think um, a lot of people realize this, but a lot of teachers take homework all the time and so they spend their time and then and/ or if they're learning, like teaching content, if they need to learn stuff, they're prepping for it to make sure they're prepared when they're teaching new stuff to students. And um, so they don't have time to do the things that they find pleasurable or enjoyable or creative. And mm. I think that because we're forced to work at home and stuff like that, and we're just doing online stuff, like you get some time. And you're not commuting anymore, because I know some people, like Miss Cassidy, she commutes like an hour a day. So
0: <laughs> Especially like back when, they, yeah, get on traffic, on days when there's traffic, how many times do we get a text yeah. from I'm going to be late. There's, there's an accident on 93. You know, that stuff would... would there's, you know, it's funny to so say that, Levitt, there's not much that makes me lose my marbles more than if I hear someone refer to, like, teaching as, like, oh, it's a part-time job, or I'm going to go in for the schedule. Like, I've done it, i am done it too. <laughs> like yeah. That's not really how it works. And I don't, I don't, yeah. and anyone who says that, I immediately like just dis, dis, dismiss them and I like plug my ears. And I'm like, all right, you have no credibility anymore. You have, you don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, Jaffy, did you go already? Did you say your, your positives? Um, I
7: know, but I'm getting stuff around the house. I'm cleaning um, much more than I ever did. Um, I am looking, you know, I'm trying to learn. I cleaned up my Google drive which was years <laughs> in the making and it's not done but um and I'm I'm trying to learn some new skills on the computer like everbright you know flipgrid so I I'm just trying to do some of that stuff some google skills which I I I'm, a, I'm a, I, I follow a couple of te- uh, tech teachers who are always recommending this and that for, and so I'm trying I'm trying things out
0: and Jaffe's never Google never time for that. Jaffe's Google Drive is one of those things that would, would drive, like, in, like a, a real, like, type A personality that needs everything, like, in, in order. That would drive people Well, do you remember? Crazy.
7: I yeah, remember you used to have all those tabs open, so I Yeah, I was I gonna say found, that in uh,
0: like, your 75 tabs well, at the top of your browser.
7: Well, you that's know, sweet. I used right. I would I would highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, that's it's an extension that's on
7: and I, I Everbright controls my tabs now. It's awesome. Oh really? I think it's called Everbright. Really? Everbright, yeah. yeah. It's an extension. You could. It's an extension on Chrome and also on, um, at Microsoft Edge, which I'm actually liking better than Chrome these days. Um, you know that's, yeah. that's
0: that's a good thing. That's a really big thing for me is having time to like check out some of some of the new like technology stuff. Like, I mean, like I used to do Blog Talk Radio back in the day, but I wasn't the main host. I was the co-host, so I've I've learned how to, like, set that up and do the switchboard all, um, but also that, like, just, I have, like, these new Chrome extensions for, like, audio capture and, like, audio recording, so I use, like, the audio recording capture, the audio recording extension to do, uh, to record the the refugee audio that I've learned how to, like, share oh, that very cool and I've learned how to convert it to What's it, it called again? I it. What's it called? It's just, just audio... I just yeah I have it it's like an, it's called audio recorder and it's so oh, it's it's very on, simple. extension on Chrome. It's, yeah, it's an it's an app. It's 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 an app for Chrome. Yeah, it's not I, I wouldn't right. say it's not an extension. It's an app. Um, I I do have an extension that's an audio recorder that I can just press Control Shift S to start recording any audio, and that's oh, that's okay. how I get the that's how I get the commercials and that's how I got in the songs and the opening and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's also it makes it so. You using the audio recorder, we used it with Michaela the other day. Like she was practicing reading her her fluency passage, and I set her up on um, at my desk with the with the with the microphone and my headphones, and she read the passage. That's very cool. And you can stop it, and then you then you can listen to it, and then I sent it to Jen, and we can and she can listen to it, and Michaela can listen to it back, and she can she can hear herself read and she That's can see awesome. where she made mistakes and she can see where she needed to fix and because she has like meetings once a week with her teacher on on google meet where they they read their fluency passages to the teacher and then she gives them a new one that if she if they do well then she gives them one at a higher level so they're working on that so it's been great and then just you know using more figuring out more classroom stuff and
7: right right right
0: and yeah, doing like for I had a I had a ton of positives. I would the other day I made a I'm up to 25 on my positives. I'm not gonna like, read them all, um, but we've been able to go to discover a lot of places, especially parks that we've always been meaning to go to, like the place I've been going to Beaver Brook in Belmont, um, the D. Cordova Museum in I think it's Lincoln, Gore Place Lincoln. in Waltham, uh, Pope John Paul II Park in Dorchester. Um, I got to watch a lot of Marvel movies. I'm up to, like, Doctor Strange. So Jonathan and I have been have been plowing through the Marvel movies, which we never would have had time to, to do that. Um, doing our movie Mondays, uh, watch some movies I had never seen before. That I never saw Wally, V for Vendetta, Inception, like a lot of things that movies that I'd heard of that I'd, I never got to see. I'm happy for, like, the time and to do that. Oh, by the way, yeah, we'll do our Pursuit of Happiness on Monday, if people we listening. We'll, and I'll, I'll put up some extra credit stuff for that. Um, we started podcasting again. We got a climbing dome for the backyard. I set up a parade for Mikhail's birthday that Miss Nadeau was nice enough to participate in. um Diego mentioned this a long time ago on the podcast about getting to sleep in more, and it's kind of nice hmm. to be able to to sleep a little bit and not oh my God. I, mean, that's I don't think, like, right? number, one. I, number one, that's definitely one that's up there like not not having to get like i I'm still up at six in the morning, but like. It's because if I'm up at six, it's because I choose to, not because I have, I have to. Um, I got a new haircut. That was good. That's a positive. <laughs> um, I learned how to tie a bandana. For the haircut. <laughs>
2: we're get, we're getting low on the list here,
0: Mr. <laughs> Here's another one. I, I found out. I I realized I could pay my house cleaner on Zelle. Because it, there's oh let's I used to, we, we'd pay her, with we'd, we'd leave a check and she would never, it was one of my biggest like pet peeves, like she would never, she wouldn't cash the checks right away, she'd cash them like weeks later. So I had to keep track of checks and all this money and what's been cashed and what's not. Now we're just, we've just been paying her on Zelle, um, so it's just automatic. Um, I've stayed healthy, knock on wood, my family and friends have all stayed healthy. And I think, I think Levitt mentioned this one too, that we got to read more. I'm getting to read a bunch of more more things going on there. So I got, I have I've, my list is of 25 positive things, and I'm still adding to it. But journal entry for Friday: name list 10 positive things that have come about as a result of coronavirus and our coronation. So I want to challenge everyone to do that. Actually, I'm going to change the due date on the journals till tomorrow. So in case you need to, you need some time to work on that. Everything else is due today. But I'll take the I'll take journals up until tomorrow so when you get to listen to the podcast and then do that. Um, what else? We have Jeff, Mr. Jeff. You got a cahoot today at two o'clock.
7: We'll do a cahoot at two o'clock. Uh, just try to si- sign in with your regular name, no nicknames, and um, it'll be fun. I uh, I actually invited Mr. Mangali and Mr. Sutera. I'm not sure they'll show up, but. If they want to, they can. And, um, yeah, just a 2 o'clock kahoot. Anybody want – any teacher want to shoot a few questions over, that would be fine. And, uh, yeah, that's
0: it, it. Here's my ethical dilemma. to the Snowden
7: we might see well, a little snow.
0: Here's my ethical well, dilemma. with that four-letter word? I know. That's a huge four-letter word. Um, Mr. Crowley's four-letter word is wife, but I think for the rest of us right now, it's snow. Here's my dilemma with sending questions, Mr. Jeffy. If I send questions, then I'm going to obviously know the answers. Right. Well, and that's, that's going to well,
7: it's, McGowan. Is, it's an imperfect world.
1: It is. It's,
0: a, it's an imperfect
7: world. We're doing the best we can.
0: We have to constantly make, uh, make ethical, make ethical, ethical compromises. Compromises. That's the word I'm looking for. Definitely compromises.
1: Um, I've got a couple of bad jokes <laughs> for
0: you guys. Speaking of snow, Miss Nadeau, what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? I don't know. Frostbite.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, Miss Mara, what did one invisible man say to the other invisible man? What? Long time no see. <laughs> And uh, Miss Levitt, what do you get when dinosaurs crash their cars? What? Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> One of the one of my favorite parts of Refugee is the, is the dad in the mock mood sections that he's constantly telling dad jokes, which makes it a little, a little, <laughs> little bit of levity. All right, anyone else have any last announcements for today? We got a Zoom it, we got a Kahoot Zoom at two o'clock. All our assignments are due today. Uh, love it. Any last words? She's distracted. Mara, any last words? Oh, have,
3: uh... sorry, my daughter is talking to me.
0: <laughs> I was right. love it any last words before we sign off
3: um, just you know remember work is due today if you turn anything over the weekend like somebody decided they were going to turn in last week's work today I'm not looking at it at all so turn your work in when it's due you have a week to do it so I'm
0: nice going to extend journals book tomorrow everything else should be, should be, should be in today Otherwise, I'm not going to look at it. I think anyway.: Oh can.
3: yeah, like if I don't on Monday when I go to grade it, if it's not in my box, I don't bother looking at it. So.
0: Not going to bother. I did give them a day or two you know. to
3: turn it in after, but not 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 a week or two weeks late.
0: No, I'm not looking. at it. Yeah, Jeff, you got any other uh, last last uh, announcements? No. Mm-hmm. Happy
7: Mother's Day to uh, Miss Mara, Miss Levitt, and Mrs. McGowan, Mrs. Bergeron. Thank you. I hope you have a Thank great Sunday.
3: Jeffy. Thank you, Mr. Jeffy.
0: That's great. I'll, I'll I'll pass that along, Mr. Jaffe, to all the mothers in my life for sure. And happy Mother's you Day go. to your. Wife too. Thank Can't, you. Man, mother's Day. I got to figure out what I'm going to do for Mother's Day because this is the first ever socially distanced Mother's Day that we're going to have to go through. Okay. All right. Um, did you ever go out on Mother's
7: family. Day? And oh, I'm just. Uh, did you ever have a chance to go out to eat on Mother's Day? And we used and, to go deal yeah. We used
0: to and, Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah we used to do Mother's Day brunch with my mom every year. Oh. Uh,
7: that's nice. But it's
0: know, crowded, isn't it? Usually, yeah. My dad would usually find, like, you get a reservation somewhere. My, yeah. Um, my dad's got connections. You know, he's around. My dad's a townie. He's, he's around town. Um, he knows, we'll yeah, do some cool. questions on Monday. Um, for Monday, watch The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. We're going to be talking about that for Movie Monday, and then I'll put some extra credit questions up. I'll put up, I'm going to post some refugee uh, audio clips this weekend if people want to get a, a head start on their listening or their reading up to about page 182. Um, this has been episode 20 of the Mama Lovett Show with everyone else. I'm Mr. McGowan for Miss Lovett, Mr. Jaffe, Ms. Mara, and Ms. Nadeau. I want to wish everyone a happy weekend and do something good today and don't get caught. Let's close ourselves out with Mrs. Lovett's song called Break My Stride. Also, we should. you.
5: did Good weekend, everybody. Talk to you Monday.